The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Have you been searching for a community that gets it? Join me, your host, Monique, as we get real about the emotional, physical, mental, and spiritual effects infertility has on its victims. Let's connect and heal together. I am one in eight, too. What's up, guys? I just wanted to give space for Pregnancy and Infant Loss Awareness Month as it comes to a close and just show support by encouraging you guys to continue your healing journey. I know that it is very difficult and what you're feeling and what you've been through is unimaginable and I don't take it lightly what you guys have been through and I don't think that you should either and so I just wanted to come on and let you know that you will heal and that it just may take a little time. And I also wanted to tell you guys that you don't have to pressure yourself into moving forward quickly. You can take your time in doing so. You can get the support that you need through a licensed therapist, a coach who deals with trauma, any any other specialists that can help you mentally deal with what you're going through. And I imagine that it might feel like as well with Infancy and Pregnancy Loss Awareness Month coming to an end that it almost feels like your advocacy of or the celebration of the life that would have been feels kind of final and or like it's coming to a close in some ways. I can imagine that maybe how you're feeling too with the Awareness Month coming to an end, but advocacy does not stop here. It does not stop at the end of October and it definitely does not stop just because it's a national holiday that gives space to the pain and darkness that can be miscarriage loss, infant loss, and stillbirth as well. If you haven't yet, check out last Wednesday's bonus episode that is called Stillbirth is Not a Bad Word. If you are able to do so, it is a very triggering episode for many who may still be struggling emotionally with their own losses. If and when you can, take a listen to that episode. It was done with a young couple from the East Coast of the United States, uh, Brittany and Quest. They lived together and they suffered miscarriage. Not a miscarriage, I'm sorry. They suffered stillbirth in May of 2020. This past May, at seven months gestation. They lost their baby girl. Her name was Sage. And doing the interview with Brittany and Quest really just, it really touched me because they're so young. Okay, we're talking about a couple who is between the age of 19 and 23 years old, no older than 24. And I connected with Brittany on Instagram and she has just been so vocal and so has Quest about the loss of their baby and just giving space for other moms and dads of loss on each of their platforms on Instagram. They were featured also on Pregnant-ish, the digital media website for infertility loss and fertility-related content. And I just think it's really amazing that they are so young and are standing up and giving voice to the pain 
that they have went through not even a year ago, barely six months ago. And that whole episode just really was inspiring to me, especially someone who has never suffered loss, uh, an unimaginable loss. And so I just want to remind you guys that healing takes time. You know, you can't beat yourself up about how long it's been and how long will I feel like this? And also that grief has stages and recognizing what stage you're in and giving space for that and not rushing yourself and being vocal about how you feel with your spouse and with your family members as well, because they may not understand what you've been through, but they can also just be a listening ear and support you in that way. And sometimes that's more than enough for somebody to just listen to you, not say anything and just really empathize with your situation and just be that shoulder that you need to cry and lean on. But if you are suffering from loss, I encourage you to seek the help of a trauma therapist and or coach that can help you move past not move past, but move through your, your anger, your grief, your sadness, the depressing, the depressing nature of your loss so that you can move forward in your path to parenthood if you haven't conceived yet. Because it is so important that we remove emotional blockages so that they just don't continue to pile up one after the other. I am a true testament of having that same experience with emotional distress in general, and just letting it sit and not moving forward and things just continue to get worse emotionally until one day you pop, you know, and you don't want to do that, especially if you're in the middle of cycle treatments. And if you are on the path to continuing your journey to parenthood, and if you can take a break from treatments, even in between your loss and moving on with the rest of your protocol and what's next for you and for you and your spouse along your journey to motherhood and fatherhood. And then also I want to just say that you are a mom and you are a dad. And don't forget that moving forward, that just because your baby is not here in the physical sense that you were a mom, you were pregnant, you had a baby growing in your womb, and, and dad, you were there too, and you contributed to the contribution of conceiving. And so you were a mom, you are a mom, you are a dad, and don't forget that. And I think that we don't say that enough when someone experiences loss is that we make it seem like because they had a miscarriage or stillbirth that they are not parents. But they are. It's just that their baby has moved on into the next dimension, into the next realm and into the heavens or however it is out there beyond uh, life. And so, yeah, just going to sit with that for a minute, especially if you don't have any children in waking life and you had a loss in the midst of your treatment cycle or stillbirth, is that you are a mom, you are a dad, your baby is just no physically here. And then also, I find that a lot of speak to people that I speak to find encouragement, they find healing in creating an altar space for their baby. And an altar space is just a place in your home that you honor that baby that was or that was with you in womb and or through stillbirth. And they may have a picture of the baby. They may have a picture of the embryo if you if it was through a treatment cycle. And maybe they were only eight to 10 weeks pregnant and they suffered miscarriage. And so they'll create an altar space in their home that gives the life that would have been just a reminder of how far you've come. And then also, I think that it will create conversation in the future when you do have children um, in this physical realm and you can say that yeah you would have been you would have had a big brother or sister and 
this is he or she and maybe even thinking about giving that baby or that embryo a name and so that you can find closure in that part of your life and begin to heal even further. And what I mean say by what I mean by closure is putting a name on that baby to me, in my opinion, and if it was me and it was a miscarriage, I would still give a name to the baby. It validates that there was life growing in you. And so if and when you're ready, I encourage you to do that from many other cultures and societies over the last thousands of years do things in this way when they have a loved one that they were very close to and they passed on is that they will create an altar space and just celebrate the life of he or she. And so friends, do that for yourselves. Make sure that you continue to celebrate the life, advocate the life, and give voice to your pain in whatever way that you see fit whether it be through social media, whether it be through connecting with your loved ones, as I stated before a few minutes ago, or whether that be through connecting with a trauma specialist, a therapist or a coach, um, whether it's going to group therapies as well, and then talking to your spouse, and then also connecting with other grieving parents online as well, and finding community there apart from your fertility journey. And as always, friends, here at Infertility in Me, it's all about healing emotionally, physically, mentally, and spiritually. I thank you guys for tuning in and continue to celebrate the life of your babies. Peace and blessings.